0: It always comes to, to finding the people who would pay for you, and to knowing your self-worth.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to the another episode of TDLS. It's me again, Jay Crice, and I hope you're having a good week. So for this week episode, I sit down with Shane Mabakiao, a creative director from the Philippines. We discuss about her life journey her transition into design coming from a business background practical steps on right positioning how to market yourself as a creative professional reasons why you need to find the right niche to maximize your earning and the importance of making clients happy i'm super excited to share this episode but before that i just like to give a, a huge thank you for the support and Thank you so much for listening uh, to those who support the episode, especially to the two awesome human beings that contribute on this episode. If you want to uh, know more about it, you can go to slash support. That's slash support. I added the contributors sections where, where you can see all the contributions or donations that, that everyone's Gay for the show and and don't forget to subscribe we are available on itunes and soundcloud so without further ado i hope you enjoy this episode hey shane welcome to the show
0: hey jay christ thanks for having me here it's a awesome um, opportunity to be able to talk with you about being a creative
1: uh, thank you very much for accepting my invitations. Uh, it's my pleasure uh, to have you on the show. To those who, who are listening, can you introduce yourself?
0: Um, to everyone who's listening, hello. I'm Shade Mabakyao and I'm from the Philippines. And I'm actually a certified public accountant by profession. And so I didn't study design at all. I had zero professional background in design and anything creative because I studied about business and that's one thing that I'm confidently sure that I know of. I know business and I know the language and I know how to talk about business because I studied about that in college but I always knew that the career wasn't for me ever since i was young i have always been a creative i have always been an artist it's just that i wasn't given the opportunity to study um, design formally in college so i hated the cubicle life i've always wanted to get out of my nine to five corporate job and um, the first opportunity that i had to get out of it I grabbed it right away. So the first opportunity that I had was in sales and marketing because I knew that with the accounting career, the pay was really good. I had a hard time finding an alternative opportunity or career. But when I found out that people earn big money in sales and marketing, I gladly jumped out of accounting and pushed through with my sales and marketing career. So I've done direct selling. I've done network marketing. I've done real estate, insurances. Pretty much everything that you can think of that, you, that anyone can sell, I got into that. And people called me crazy because I had this accounting career and it was great. And people would want to hire me as an accountant, but it's just hmm. that my heart wasn't in there. And I've been in the sales and marketing industry for six years. And for the longest time, for those past six years, I was kind of um, blinded by the fact that I always thought that this is the only way that I could earn money and earn my freedom. It never dawned into me that a design career would be profitable. That's why it never came across my mind. And, but all this hustle with the sales and marketing, you, you hear that all the time, the hustle and doing business, meeting people, going to events. It's just so tiring, especially for a mom like me who had a daughter. And in 2016, she was already two years old. And Mm -hmm. I wanted to stay home for her. I wanted to take care of her because I was mostly out of the house. I was um, coming home early mornings and leaving in the morning again. And it seems like my family and I never actually get to meet each other in person anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't eat together anymore. So that's not, I said, if this is the kind of lifestyle that my income is giving me, then this is not for me. I should find another opportunity. And so in 2016, I started um, searching for opportunities online and that's where I found Upwork Mm -hmm. because I've had this who was working online and I've heard about this. And so I searched and that's how I started my online Career and I started as a virtual assistant. Um, I mm-hmm. started with data encoding. That's the only thing that I thought I could do. I never knew what opportunities were out there, and so I started with data encoding. I was so happy. I was so happy to mm-hmm. earn three dollars per hour because, um, let's face it, here in the Philippines, it's kind of like an okay kind of rate. Yes. And so I was already happy just to have just to have a job basically that's on my laptop that would allow me to take care of my daughter I was happy with that and I remember um, having the first client who said yes to giving me five dollars per hour and I was like oh my god mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like a big promotion and then when I went to the client who gave me ten dollars per hour who who said yes it always it always amazes me and then that was in 2016 and and a, a year of transition into last year. Last year in November, I turned yeah. thirty, mm-hmm. and um, I was kind
1: of uh, on design. Yeah,
0: I was. Yeah, I transitioned into going to design, and the story was, I I've always I've always um, done designs, but I never really knew that it could be a career. So I did this beautifully. Designed resume I actually just did it sometimes the thing is the tool doesn't matter right yep. if you have mm-hmm. the creative eye you could use paint for Christ's sake yes. and you could create something <laughs> beautiful with paint and you yep. could have Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop and if you if you still don't have the creative eye for that nothing good will come out of your project so I've always believed that the the tool is just like a vehicle. Mm-hmm. Well, it's actually not even, it's like I'm self taught and yes. I'm like just intuitive. When it comes to this balance, harmony, colors, typography, I wow. have zero mm-hmm. formal education. I have zero knowledge. I just, mm-hmm. it's really just, you know, intuition. Like, I yes. think this feels right. Mm-hmm. I think this looks good. That's all that, that's the only thing that I have. And then these tools that I know how to use, and I just started with Canva, mm-hmm. and I even started with mobile apps. Like I design stuff from my phone, yes. and I, mm-hmm. and and one client started paying me for that, and I was like, "Wow!" So you could actually earn from this thing.
1: It's like an trillion dollars of you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. I think so too. YouTube and you know yeah. Google. It, yes. Google knows everything, so um i just started there i just started there
1: uh this is actually one of uh the things that uh, uh people don't uh, uh or undervalue the, the the power of internet the power yes. of google yeah uh yes uh, knowing your story you, you've been in the uh design for four months and you transition from uh from a what you call it, a corporate world and then so how, yes. how is it how's the transition after after uh being a freelancer now
0: that was one of the toughest journey that i had to go through mm-hmm. because with freelancing let's face it the income wasn't that consistent mm-hmm. so you don't have the monthly income to expect or to look forward to but the thing about me is i'm mostly positive so um, what excites me more is the is the un, is the unlimited part of the or the excitement of not knowing how you could earn next month. Like if I earn, let's say, a thousand dollars this month, I'm excited yes. that I might be able to earn two thousand next month. Mm-hmm. So the thing about the corporate is you always have the same amount every month, and that's boring to me. So maybe sometimes it's also self awareness, you know. But what excites me with freelancing is the unlimited opportunity that you don't know how much you're going to earn next month, that, that thought excites me. So that same thought would, you know, scare people. But for me, that's exciting. But the difficult part about that is, you know, reality strikes, storms come, you know, the, the weather is always in our lives. They, you know, they come and go. And so this has been one of my biggest challenges because I've been hit my biggest hit financially was when i was so um, so down and i was struggling with debt and that was because i didn't have consistent income i made bad investments i made bad choices i trusted the wrong people it's just like a down i i came to a point in my life when i was where i was depressed it was a downward spiral you know so mm-hmm. the biggest biggest challenges for me when I became a freelancer it's like all the challenges poured out it's like rain like when it rains it pours uh, and when I started freelancing it's like (laughs) oh my gosh all the problems (laughs) came in but I didn't I actually blamed myself more than the opportunities that I've chosen it's it's all a learning curve and so right Mm -hmm. now I'm here and and um yeah. I'm yeah. I'm crushing all the debt I'm paying them, yes. <laughs> and I'm on my way to becoming debt free yeah. this 2018. Yeah, thanks I really God. Know.
1: And yes, yeah, that's really fascinating. I really love your positivity and how you uh conquer challenges uh, uh yeah. with your uh with your story. That's a, that's a really uh top or up journey <laughs> right there.
0: It is. It really is. I would not wish it mm-hmm. on anyone else. What I've been through, I would not wish on anyone else. Because I've I've thought about suicide, and you know I've been. Um, this is way out of the creative uh, creative story, but you know I this is what I've been through in order to get here. Sometimes you know when you see some people achieving things or doing things that they love, mm-hmm. they you usually don't see the whole backstory. So. I've been a single mom. I I yep. I've mm. been through a whole lot of shit in my life, yeah. and this whole positivity thing it it's not, it's yep. not like it's it's not just a concept to me. Like I need this in order to get through and in yeah. order to cope to like, survive. Literally. Mm-hmm. So yes, <laughs> if not, like I, I wouldn't be here <laughs> uh,
1: It's very. I what what's fascinating me about your story is. Uh, uh, even though you're at your 30s uh you, you still uh, find a way to start your creative uh, creative life so uh i think uh, uh it's 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 your natural talent cuz I, I saw your paintings too or your uh, watercolor arts uh, am i correct so uh, do you uh do you do this uh since then or just oh no mm
0: mm-hmm. The watercolor art was actually a partnership with a friend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and so, although I do my own sketches, but it's not as good looking as those that you've seen. <laughs> so... <laughs> and although I can sketch too, but I, I'm i really just more of a, of a bad rough sketch kind of person. Not into that detailed, realistic yeah, kind of same thing. Same here. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. <laughs> My creativity right now is just more on the digital side, and um, just having that. I think I think it's that eye for beauty, and I don't even know what this is called. I just mm-hmm. I just I just know that when I create something, some people love it, and some people are willing to buy it, and that's why I sell it. Yes, that's I'm not right. even over analyzing it anymore. Mm-hmm. I just know that I have a market, and that's why I'm selling it.
1: Yeah. So you're on to branding and website design, right? So most of the time, yes. what, what clients uh, uh, are you into?
0: Yes, that's a good question. Because mm. since I have a business background, yeah. I, I kind of know how um, one thing that I've, I've brought into this design career is maybe just my overconfidence. That's one. <laughs> My business background has been helping me, and so I know how to put, because I've known branding already yeah. way mm-hmm. since way back. I just I just do I'm just doing designs now for brand identity. Mm-hmm. but I've already known the concept of branding way back in school and of course with with all the entrepreneurship stuff that I've done. And so one thing that I I think, i'm doing right right now that's why i'm having clients and that's why i am able to to um, what do you call that to Market to charge check. more than to charge more than than others who have yes. um, who have more experience than i do is because i know where to position myself
1: positioning yeah
0: and mm. one yeah and yeah. one 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 tip that i could uh, i could give the others who will be listening to this podcast is that we have to we have to position position ourselves in front of people who want our services and so i have positioned myself in front of women Mm -hmm. because that's the people whom i could basically relate with and with uh, women in their 40s they are usually coaches or consultants Mm
1: -hmm. so they are uh, you you find your niche on consultants yeah agencies and individuals Yep. Mm -hmm.
0: Most of them are moms. So when Mm -hmm. we talk, we totally get each other. Mm -hmm. So
1: (laughs) so uh, when when
0: she talks about her kid and her business and and combining both the mom world and the business world, I totally get her. I totally get her struggles. This connection already. Yes, yes. You know, it's the relatability. She hasn't seen my portfolio yet, but she already likes me because I know what sleepless nights mean. I know what's, what's the experience of, you know, breastfeeding and all that stuff. Like we already like each other. So even if she hasn't seen my portfolio, sometimes I book clients that way. When we just talk over a simple chat or on a discovery call and we talk about life, and when she likes me, she already books because you know, mm-hmm. it's the no like and trust factor. Once you like someone, it's more likely that you trust them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you book for their services. Yeah,
1: and so I've these seen, are the
0: people that yeah. I could relate to and so these were the clients that I'm looking for. And and i and this is this wasn't an easy um, journey for me, let me tell you, because in the okay. first parts of of transitioning into design, I was actually thinking of targeting millennials because basically, even though I'm thirty, I'm still a millennial. I'm actually one of the you know first generations of the millennials.
1: Nineties um, baby.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nineties yes. baby, definitely. Mm-hmm. The millennials are the nineties baby, so that's me. Mm-hmm. And so I thought maybe I should target millennials because I'm a millennial, so I could relate to them. Yeah. But then what I realized was that millennials are a bad market for designers, and I will tell you why and your listeners too, because sure. we mm-hmm. grew up mm-hmm. we grew up techie, right? Yes We mm-hmm. were the one, we grew up with computers, mm-hmm. we grew up with YouTube, oh, so we grew up phones. with social media. And so all these, all this information mm-hmm. is available to us. And so these millennials, usually number one, they know how to Google stuff already. They have the time because usually you know with millennials they still don't have a family not like me I already have my own but usually with my friends and with other people that I know even at 30 they still haven't started their own family yet and so it's a different thing They have time but they don't have the money and so and usually they know how to do what I do so these are not my people these are not my tribe because I can't serve them well if they undervalue my service and if they don't appreciate me. Yes. So I started going into, I started looking for, you know, one person who who first um, booked for my services. She was um, 40 plus.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm.
0: Years old. So I said, this this must be my look into your 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 current clients like who is booking you for your services and why did they book you in the first place and so this could be my niche because they are already moms and so I could relate to them Mm -hmm. and then they don't have that time because you know most of them still have their full-time jobs they're doing their business on the side so even though they know how to Google stuff, they don't they really just don't have the time for it anymore. And so they would rather pay people who would do it for them. And since they have the full time job, money is not an issue for them. Mm-hmm. And they just want their business to take off. They just want it to, you know, start earning money so that, you know, they could get out of their nine to five jobs. And so that's where that's where i come in i help with i help with the branding I help with the website Mm -hmm. and so that yeah that that's my niche and that's my that's my tip too for designers because usually Mm -hmm. especially on facebook i and get this i don't even have i have instagram but i don't use that for marketing i only have facebook like i'm a mom and i have a business like Okay. It's probably mm-hmm. not a, an excuse, but basically right now with my two month old, I don't have time to to understand and to get into all of the social media platforms. So I only rely on Facebook. But the thing is, when you market yourself, sometimes you know, think of yourself as a shark. And okay. if you're inside a tank also filled with sharks. A little amount of meat, even just one piece of meat, and then everybody, everybody tried to get a piece of that. And so if you're a designer, it's okay to be inside designer groups, like for us, like we met with the future group, right? Yeah. And you could mm-hmm. be in another web designers group or graphic designers group or brand ideas. Diners group of Facebook. But don't rely on those groups for opportunities because usually that's just the one piece of meat and everyone in there is a shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What I did was that because I, I was clear on my target market, because I was clear on my niche, I went into those groups. Mm-hmm. So I joined these groups with, with f- females, with women who were um, in their 40s, who are starting their businesses, who want to leave their nine-to-five jobs. And so sometimes the only designer there is me. Sometimes we're three or five designers. And I even love small groups because I could connect with a lot of people in there. When a group is too big, sometimes you know, it just gets too crowded too. So be strategic with the Facebook groups that you're in because basically if you're in a designers group and you rely there to you know you, you see these people sometimes not in the future group but in the other groups that i'm in mm-hmm. i see people asking for can you please give me a job and like you don't get a job inside a freelancer's group or you don't get a job inside a designer's group
1: Agree. Mm-hmm. right yes
0: because mm-hmm. everyone in there is already a designer is already a freelancer everyone in there is looking for a job too so every time there's a job opportunity that I'm hiring one designer, I'm looking for one graphic designer, everyone starts to comment and you get 200 comments. Imagine that, 200 people trying to get that one job. Yes. But go to the other yeah. groups. Yes. Just a shout out to everyone. There are other groups out there. Just figure out who you want to serve and then find those people in those groups. And then mm-hmm. y- that would be gold. Like, if you want to serve authors because you love designing books, you love designing PDFs, then go to author groups. Yeah, that's correct. And I, then I, I, you would be mm. the only designer there.
1: Mm, I, and uh, that's your
0: gold mine.
1: Yes. I, I agree with, 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 that, with what you've said. I super agree with that. Uh, I think uh, the most important part uh, with uh with that is you have to position yourself yeah positioning is the uh yes. i think one of the key uh to stand out or mm-hmm. or uh, of course one of the factor that you need to do as a designer as an entrepreneur uh uh be creative about about it yes. and uh know your niche yeah as what you've said there stands up a uh, uh interesting group out there but you need to explore more for, uh, for to find your own uh, tribe. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I really... Because sometimes um, if you're a
0: designer, you're mm-hmm. an introvert, right?
1: Yeah, introvert. And
0: so, mm-hmm. what would I do in the author's group? I'm not an author. But that's the point. Everyone is an author and you're the only designer. And every time they need a book cover, a, a PDF design, um, sometimes authors mm-hmm. go... To to events so they will need business cards they will need banners so that they could you know show showcase whenever they're speaking they would need speaker there is a lot of opportunities with just one target market and that's just for mm-hmm. authors. You could also go to speakers group because yeah. they also mm-hmm. need their website you know, so don't don't limit yourself with just the same group explore more groups on Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's correct. I I I, uh, I agree with that. So, uh as accountant uh Shane. So, uh you've been uh you've been uh, you're you're a, a licensed accountant, right? So you Is that correct? Yes, yeah. Mhm. <laughs> so, what's the uh, no, uh, yes, I know, how do you how do you I uh, know, uh how do you balance that creative life uh, as a being? uh accountant and the designers I, I i bet you uh do you have any clients uh who also uh, need uh, accountants uh, or do you do you do you accept the uh, the job accept for me. that uh, jobs you, yes? no no mm-hmm. you focus I've on stopped. the creative side right i've stopped now. doing
0: mm-hmm. accounting ever since i started sales and marketing i just i just stopped mm-hmm. Because, wow. so because I knew mm, that I'm not mm, for that career.
1: Your heart so is really I, in Even though design. I still
0: have offers, like until now I still have offers, but mm-hmm. I say no.
1: Wow, so it's very... Uh, so now it's,
0: it's just full-time design.
1: Mm-hmm. Your heart is really into design, so it's really interesting. Yeah. And uh, to point out that you have uh, kids and... Uh, uh, you do freelance work. It's been a rough journey, but but it's it's really inspiring yeah. to hear that. <laughs> so uh, for those who are yeah. listening, yeah. Uh, to recap what Shane said, uh, you need to position yourself and find your right tribe or your find your niche and this tons of way to to do that and be creative and strategize uh, on the things. That you need to do so Shane uh, any any tools that you are using right now are you uh, are you more on uh, Photoshop or AI
0: (laughs) I'm using I'm I'm using AI right now and to Mm -hmm. tell you honestly it's I've only been learning AI since February so I'm 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 a total beginner Mm -hmm. but you know what these logos they only need to be simple they need to be <laughs> yeah,
1: I saw They your, need to look uh, good and they just need to be logo. in a vector. So. Mm, I saw your latest logo. It's uh yeah, you it's, my... it's great. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Because because mm-hmm. what I do is because I'm not so good with AI. So if I spend most of my time with AI, I will spend too much time because I'm still a beginner. So what mm-hmm. I do is because my clients um you I, I give my clients several options, but I sketch that out and I really put that on ink. Mm-hmm. And so some some designers like they sketch roughly, right? And then they do it very fast on AI. Yep. So I'm like I'm like the exact opposite. I take time on sketching and when mm-hmm. I and then when I like a concept, I finalize that on sketch. And then I make the clients choose from my sketches.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. That's like, I, will,
0: I would I mm-hmm. would take a picture of one sketch from the other, from the other, and from all the different sketches that I've made. Mm-hmm. And I know some people will say, oh, that's so unprofessional because you should have at least digitized them. But that would take so much of my time. I'm just trying to work smart. Yes. And as long as it looks okay, because I've actually just finally, I've used um, a good pen and marker mm-hmm. <laughs> to make it look good. Yeah. And when she said, I like this one. You know what I do? The picture that I took, I just upload that into <laughs> into my computer, yeah, and it. then mm-hmm. image, trace. Yeah. image mm-hmm. trace, and then curve tool, and then what the hell? As long as it looks good, <laughs> yep. as long as it mm-hmm. looks good, as yeah. long as my clients are happy. I mm-hmm. I mean, like there's a there's a lot of way to get into one place, right? And my yes. mm-hmm. my way may not be the conventional traditional designer way, but yeah. the thing is for me, it gets the job done. So we still get to point B. Even if I you went the straight route, like from point A to point B, you went a straight line, and I chose to, to, to go the route of going a full circle and coming back. And so, whatever, okay. as long as I get to point B, all that I care yeah. about.
1: Yeah, but, uh, I, I agree with that. Uh, I think uh, most of the designers, uh, right now is uh overthinking what they uh what they can yes. do or what they what they process or what are the process they need to do i think uh yes. uh the best way to do that is to uh uh clients only like to uh, save time so if you save their time yes. uh uh yes. you have a good uh good business with them right mm.
0: exactly Exactly. You save their time, and you give your um, deliverables on time, and you also save your time. So for me, I'm not an expert with Illustrator. I accept that. So I'm not a trying hard. I'm not even you know, um, trying to pretend. So I'm good with my sketching. So I stick to my sketching. I stick to my my grid paper and my lines and my tracing paper. I stick to that because that's where I'm good at and that's what I can do for now. While I am not an expert, but of course, I'm planning to be an expert with AI. Like that's the tool that designers use. But like for now, I'm not overthinking on on what to do or no. I'm not, I'm not allowing myself to get stuck just because of the tool that I'm using. Yeah. I'm just focusing on delivering the results that I can to my clients. So mm-hmm. now when you're asking about, using, yeah, AI yes, um, for the brand design.
1: Result is very important. And saving time for our clients is really one of the reasons why they hired us, right? <laughs> so yes. just uh, don't yes. overthink too much right now. Uh, it, uh, it's really interesting what... Process you've been to and what tools are you using? Uh, I really, uh, I really love the creative mess. <laughs> Just we can call it. Yeah. Uh, 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 oh, sometimes uh, it's I also uh, s- do uh, sheets like <laughs> uh, I don't. Uh, uh, if there's a, a, a deadline, uh, so we need to work past right? Uh, let's space, yes. uh they hired us to save time. <laughs> you, you don't exactly. need to waste I will their tell time. You
0: one thing. Mm-hmm. I will tell you one thing that I did before because I didn't know AI. Yes. The thing is, I'm not sure if I'm, you know, cocky or just overconfident. I'm, but I just knew that I could offer service. I knew there was a market. So I just started offering services and I knew I could sketch. Right. Wow. And I mm-hmm. knew I had this eye for design that yes. people are willing to buy. So I just started selling. I didn't know AI back in in 2017. When I started this, I didn't know AI. I told you I just started learning last February. So what did I do? Because the clients need deliverables. I I did my sketches because that's what I can do. I showed them to the clients which one would you choose. And whichever one they choose, I would hire someone else who would digitize that for me. And, right, and like right now that I'm doing that i'm like oh my god i'm so stupid i i could have done that myself but the thing is at that time that time last year i only did what i could do so i didn't know ai yet last year but i already started offering mm-hmm. the service yeah that's, so i did yeah. My, yeah. i did that's my smart. sketches and then when someone chose the sketch mm-hmm. this is the kind of logo that i want i will i will give that or i will outsource that Another designer who would digitize that for me with all the instructions and with all the client brief that I have so that they could translate that into something digital and something beautiful for the client. So I outsourced, mm-hmm. I just, I'm just really good at working smart, I guess. Yeah,
1: smart. yeah <laughs> of course, yeah, that's uh, that's uh, one way to do it. Uh, I think uh, most of the designers. Uh, really in love with their works but uh yeah if uh, if we if we just be uh uh open for all the opportunities we uh we we find ways right right so uh that's really (laughs) a smart way to (laughs) uh i i I agree (laughs) with that i really i really love that yep uh, so the concept is
0: mm-hmm. still mine. It's just that someone else digitized it for mm-hmm. me of course
1: so you've been uh, <laughs> uh you you're you're a consultant and a uh parang anodine uh it's like a you're a creative entrepreneur right so that's really yes. one of your strongest uh uh skill is the communications i really i really love how you talk how you handle uh pressure <laughs> I, I, I guess <laughs> <For sure>. right <laughs> so uh,
0: i think one, I think, one uh, thing that uh, mm-hmm. my clients tell me because of course we talk and before we start the project i always i always get i always you know see to it that i know something about their life and mm-hmm. about their personal uh, um personal stuff like mm-hmm. we're we're all women we're so we kind of talk about this stuff, and one thing that they said to me that frustrates them, even if there are cheaper designers out there, yes. is number one they can't talk to them. Yes. So these are the, so these are the problem with guys, right? Because guys usually, especially if
1: I agree, mm-hmm.
0: awkward, and most designers are are guys, and so yeah. if you just improve your communication skills and you stop being awkward and you start really listening and getting to know your client it you could go a long way you could go a long way and you know not to discriminate others but you know sometimes one client told me that sometimes you give them all the instructions and then they said yes but then they understood it in a different way so it's really a it's really a communication issue And I realized that, wow, they're willing to pay higher just because someone communicates better with them.
1: Yep. Mm -hmm. That means that if you can improve Mm -hmm.
0: your communication skills, if you're able to talk to these people, to your ideal market, most especially if you're able to talk to them and get to know them better, they would be willing to pay higher prices for you.
1: Yeah, that's really uh, interesting. That's uh, most of the designers really, uh, I mean many of uh, designers is introvert and yes communications really one of the uh, biggest factor why they hire Filipinos because we're a good communicator right yes uh, that's the outsource uh, call centers agent uh, uh, we know that uh, but uh, as a designer most of the time uh, we we make stuff but we don't communicate well with our yes. clients and that's another level if you improve that and you will uh leverage your growth. Uh just uh this uh just like uh, you've said Shane. So thank you very much for uh for sharing that. Um I gu- I guess uh we we need to watch uh watch you <laughs> guys watch out for this girl. This lady. <laughs> I really <laughs> hope aware, to make it far, aware. like you know. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I said I said to my husband that I feel mm-hmm. like right now I'm finally home. Like I mm-hmm. finally found something that I would love to do for the rest of my life.
1: Yes. Mm, and that's really one of the... I was
0: raised mm-hmm. in a family. Yes. I was raised in a family of teachers. My grandmother was a teacher. My grandfather was a teacher. They were both teachers. My mom right now, she's a teacher. And so design in my family creativity is not in my family i don't know where i got that but the thing mm-hmm. is they they never believed that you could earn a good amount of money with design they never believed that this could be a profession i wanted to apply mm-hmm. for interior design school but they said no because um, designers but that's i think that's a fact and that's a reality designers don't um most of the designers are, you know, if you're just an artist or you're a painter, maybe their their concept is like you're a painter and then you don't earn that much unless you sell your painting. I'm not sure. But the thing is design or creativity is not a thing with our family. It's not a career. It's not considered a profession. Mm-hmm. So that's why I went into accounting. Mm-hmm. And then right now I told my husband, I felt like I'm finally home. I I finally found something that I think I could do for the rest of my life.
1: Mm-hmm. So when someone asks you, what do you do? Uh, what's your answer?
0: I tell them I'm a mm-hmm. brand stylist and a brand strategist.
1: Yes. Uh, so most of the time, uh, it's hard to really encapsulate our our what we're doing, right? Um, exactly. Uh, uh most mostly on our for our families, they don't really know. What's freelancing, right? What the hell is that
0: exactly? Exactly, exactly. And like, my, my daughter just thinks I sleep all day, and that's because I work usually early mornings, and so she's asleep. And then <laughs> when she's awake, I usually take my rest or I take care of the baby. And so she just thinks mom sleeps all day, and money keeps coming in. <laughs> wow,
1: <laughs> that's, an, that's a nice observation. <laughs> Uh, to recap what Shane said, uh, you need to position yourself, <laughs> find your tribe or niche, and be creative on finding ways to have a client. And of course, the b- very uh, important thing is to communicate well with your clients or your uh, your prospect, okay. right? So, uh, Shane, thank you for sharing your story, your journeys. It's really fascinating, and uh, I really love uh, your, uh, your your uh, your creative life. And uh, any uh, any last words for our listeners?
0: I I kind of laugh when when some comments on YouTube like with the future videos and younger than that, and I laugh because like oh, hell no, girl, I'm thirty and I just started. I just started learning illustrator last february like what the hell and so mm-hmm. <laughs> and there is there is room for everyone and uh, you don't have to charge the lowest prices you just have to find your tribe you just have to find the people who would value your services enough to pay you the amount of money that you want to earn and so i've seen it in the future fans group where people have been commenting on uh, I, why can't I raise up to one more than one hundred dollars? And they've been doing that for more than five years, and they've been doing logos still for one hundred dollars. And i like, oh my gosh, am I greedy because I'm, I'm charging logos for five hundred dollars? And I just started, so that, that it seems sometimes it seems wrong because all these people with all these experiences have already done so much, and they're still. Um, having a hard time charging higher prices but then it it always comes to to finding the people who would pay for you and to knowing your self-worth because that's one thing that i learned with entrepreneurship and that's why when i shifted into design although design was new to me business wasn't and i think that's a big factor that that came into my you know somehow getting clients and all that stuff and and I don't know if you found my post, but I just recently, um, by a, which agreed to do the strategy with me for $1,500. Uh, $1,
1: yeah, I saw that. Mm-hmm.
0: And I was shocked. She, she agreed $1,500. $1, mm-hmm. But, you know, that's what happens when you find your niche. That's what happens when you position yourselves. And people will be willing to pay more because they know that That you could solve their problems and so I just hope for everyone that that they find their own tribe too so may not be my niche like women in their 40s and moms of course not everyone can relate to that but I hope find the courage to find your tribe too so that you would be able to charge more for your services and to actually feel more valuable and not just you know um, what Every time there's a job, then you you you're like scraping for, for even just the smallest prices. Sometimes doing it for for free, almost free, because of the cheapest price. So together, and this is what I like with the with the mission that Chris Doe has. is like together we could elevate the creative industry or the design industry when we value ourselves more. So that's my that's my hope for everyone and i i'm still on my learning curve especially with the tools i have the creative eye but i don't know the tools so i'm still you know learning and i'm, I'm looking forward to learning from you jake Rush, right? because yep. you're an mm-hmm. expert i think with this already <laughs> you've Maybe done, we can
1: collaborate
0: so I, w- I will be learning from you too when it comes to design of course. and mm-hmm. um, by the way, just to promote a little I will I think yes. I will be starting to document my journey. I will be doing that in a Facebook page okay. and um, my Facebook page will be um, con- the quirky Queen Confessions yeah. because um, um, my my brand business is called the Royal royal rebranding solutions because um, Mm -hmm. that's where that's what my queens that's what my target market could relate to like Mm -hmm. we turn pawns into queens Mm -hmm. and so I I'm focusing on those who are willing to do the rebrand because basically these are people who are willing to spend more because they've already started their business and so yeah I just really hope and uh, the best for everyone was listening out there? And I'm hoping to meet more creatives because I'm new to this world and to learn from every single one person that I meet.
1: Well, thank you so much for your time and your uh, oh, for the uh, for the value you've shared for us. Uh, I think uh, I really learned a lot from you. Uh, uh, hopefully, you learned something new too, or one or two. Yes, so, yes. Of course. Uh, I hope so. Uh, our listeners also learned something. Uh, on these episodes so uh you can follow shane uh and i also putting the link of her uh her uh page uh to yeah. to see more of her work so hopefully we can uh uh you can learn from uh from her journey and uh and that's uh that's really interesting to uh apply or ex- execute for your uh for your own growth thank yes. you very much shane for your uh thank for accepting you. and uh, f- uh, i uh glad to have you on the show
0: yes it, this was mm-hmm. fun right this was fun so i hope, I, hope I was able to you know yes. inspire someone when they listen to this or maybe they learned one thing or two. So thank you so much for this opportunity jay christ